Kush roll glass full. I prefer the better things. Niggas with no money act like money isn't everything. I'm having a good time. They just trying to ruin that. Shout out to the fact that I'm the youngest nigga doing it. Cap on Brim Ben Denzel every time. She ain't trying to pop that shit for pimp. Okay, well, never mind. I, I, I tried to tell you, Drizzy, still ain't nothing nice. Bracelet saying you should quit and cost saying fuck your life. Okay, now you out of here. Too. That's when I liked Drake. That's when I, I really like. even remembers that verse. He doesn't. He doesn't. Hundred thousand percent. Drake does not remember that verse. We're definitely introing with that, just because I don't know why in the hell I was rapping that. I think it was because I clapped a couple times, and that's how that beat starts. Yeah, it was the Kush Rogue. But yeah, no, nah, dude, that's like one of my favorite Drizzy verses. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, that was the it's such a, it's such a good Drake verse, man. But hey. What's up and welcome back to yet another episode of the Miseducation of Music. You are here with Jay Treb and Alex. Alex got all the filters today, serving filters all day. Was that a piece of pizza flying across your face? (laughs) (laughs) That one that one might be my favorite. Hold on. I like the snaps. I like the snap. You know, if you could make it look like if you could really distract us from that (laughs) other hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be even better. It would be even better. But look, hey, we are here with a new type of episode. This is something new. This is something we're going to do. I don't... Should we have like a preface here or something? Like a... We don't hate you. Yeah, no. No. But we got to talk about your worst project. Yeah, and I think every artist, like... Especially like Travis, when you're so... Head of... Like, you're so in your game, in your pocket... It's almost like you can't do any wrong. And yeah, like, it's like when the world is praising you so much, we got to let you know. <laughs> yeah, and like especially when an album is so hyped up and like, I don't know, I think if, if it just was so much time between Rodeo when he was like still being an opener for people and then like until Astroworld, it's like he grew, he blew up and he grew up so much. It's like this album yeah, needed it was to be like, something different. That's what I'm saying. And like, I don't know, like when we go to like the birds in the trap... <laughs> We oh yeah, that like album. I totally forgot about that album. Yeah, you totally forgot about it. See, but like <laughs> that one, that one I feel is so much better. But hey, for those of you who did not read the title because you're stupid, I don't know why. Why wouldn't you read the title of a show? But either way, hey, we're gonna talk about Travis Scott's worst project, which is Astro World today. We're gonna break it down track for track because it's it's one thing to just say an album's bad, but. Yeah. It's a different thing to actually have to explain it. Keep in mind that all of these are personal opinions, too. I mean, so, uh, yeah, hey, let's let's get the little Travis Scott in the background. He is one of the hypest people in the world, man. Now, um, a little backstory. World was the name. Oh, your face disappeared. <laughs> Astroworld is the name of Travis. Oh, and the eyes, dude. Did you see the eyes on the poster right there? Go Twist the camera back just a little bit. Right there. Oh, God. That is so scary. Um, But Astroworld is a project that Travis Scott made named after his hometown Six Flags amusement park. Yeah, he also I, I didn't he get the key um, to the city uh, for this one, if I'm not mistaken. He got like a, or the mayor came out or something. I am Travis. Yeah, um, your face. This is pretty crazy. Um, Yeah, he got the key to the city. I'm kind of mad that I didn't go to Astroworld as a kid. Because I go to Houston a lot as a kid, and mm-hmm. Astro World was gone by the time I started going there. But um, yeah, it was like the Six Flags; they tore it up. Apparently, what I heard is pretty cool. Um, yeah, everybody cousins, from there, there loved it. Like they thought what he was doing with this was really cool. Like it was really crazy, and like I don't know. It's like I see how this meant so much, 
and I also want to find out why it sounds like this, if it's supposed <laughs> to mean this much. You know what I'm saying? Usually yeah. when you name something after something so close to you, you make an album that's got a lot of meaning to the heart, and this is a live album. Yeah. This album sounds like a live concert, the entire yeah. thing, front to back. It just sounds like shit that'll make people hype. Like, this is you can run this down at a concert, no problem. Like, yeah, I, I think that that's another challenge, too. It's like, I think Travis is an artist that he, he relies a lot of in his live music. Like, he's very hype. So, like, to recreate that hype miss on just an album, it's pretty impressive, I'd say. Um, yeah. Because even in my car, like, I'm just like, I get like, start jumping around. It's like it's so like intense. That. Like it changes your mood. It's like yeah. I don't I don't know if that like I don't know if all of the pieces here fit. That might be yeah. my biggest confusion because it's like this this album sounds great if I'm at your live show, but it's also like I'm not at your live show when I'm listening to this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I mean. We're going to have to dive into this. We're going to do a track by track. I want to see your opinions on it. I want to hear a lot of this uh, with, with Houston being a place that you love so much. I want to see how you feel about certain tracks, too, on here. Yeah. But uh, let's just dive in, man. First track, Stargazing. Stargazing. Let's go. Um, <laughs> as soon as it opened, I was like, okay, I hate this is an opening song, opening track. Um, I, what I do like though, um, I, I believe it's in the sec, like where the beat switches, but the sound of oh, like, holy beat switch! There are so many beat switches on this album. Lots of beat switches. Um, uh, I do like the the sound of like the uh, like the roller coasters and stuff. I think mm -hmm. that yeah, that stuff is cool. Um, I don't know. I don't like the. It's just lazy. I don't know. Like the opening should have been something crazier. I think. Um, kind of goes on for too long i do like the beat switch though that beat is pretty yeah, hard i was about to say this this beat is one of my favorites on here it's just yeah. like i don't the the track was a little weird and i don't know if it's because also i and i don't know if this is just me but his his pitch of his auto-tune on this album is a little different yeah. than regular is that just me hearing that but it, no, it sounds like he's like too. Yeah, it's it's not the the old Travis Scott, which is not a bad thing. I mean, Lil Wayne is a prime example of changing your uh, changing your auto tune up like every other song. Yeah. But like, this is a little bit off in my mind when I was listening to it. But like this track, the beat was so good. I don't know how much I liked the words. <laughs> like, um, let me see if I could grab some lyrics real quick. I mean, the hook is oh, this ass. is. The entire album is pretty much just about drugs. Pretty, pretty much, much yeah. about drugs and girls. And he says his baby mama was on Forbes. <laughs> um, it's, it's just all drugs. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I don't... <laughs> if that's your thing, that's your thing. <laughs> but, like... The it had no real subject matter to connect me to the purpose of the album, which is to salute his hometown here. But I mean, then again, yeah. Houston is. But see, that's why I talked about rodeo because I think that rodeo was a much more. He could have I don't know. That was a little bit more raw. It was a little bit less 
crazy production wise. It was like this it one didn't was... feel like he was trying to do this every time. Like this feels like right. he was trying to be the Travis Scott that everybody loves at the concert. He wasn't trying right. to just be like, let me get in my bag. Like those are songs like uh, Goosebumps. Like even yeah, yeah. If you could take Kendrick off of that. I'd still love that song. Yeah. And, like um, 30, 3,500 has like what five fifty eleven features. Like I don't yeah, even yeah. know how many people are on that song, but like yeah. take them all off. I still like that song. Yeah, um, yeah. To me, I don't know. I think Rodeo just was more like, oh, this is the Houston boy doing it, not this one. I, I think he was like, if I can sprinkle some, some, like classic songs in here that a lot of Houston people know, then yeah. But I, I don't know. Cause it was like from what Houston people told me, it's oh like, the samples in there. He's the samples are pretty. Yeah, Houston everywhere. Very Houston, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, uh, we had yeah. to fuck the club up, and he had yeah. the, uh, what else did he have? There's a whole that, bunch of very I memorable talk about, ones. Uh, R.I.P. Screw. Oh yeah, because well, hold up, that's that's two tracks. Let's okay, let's okay, wait okay, a second because yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk yeah, about yeah. that one too. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's jump right into Carousel then. Um, Let's let's do a little clip for us. I'll clip these out. Okay, good. I have some fun facts about this. Okay. What's what's your fun facts you got about this one? Okay. So the original original sample is a Beastie mm-hmm. Boys sample. One of the first album, St. Paul's mm-hmm. Boutique, I believe. Uh, I just okay. started getting into Beastie Boys. But literally that's Beastie the Boys sample is shit. just the Beastie Boys going it's like a three second intro before the song starts that's been used a lot um and then for the houston reason um that i even know was my cousin's high school song and it's called um no not a stain on me by big tuck um and that's the dude at the beginning yeah who talks at the beginning right train tuck that guy um i guess that was a huge song in the south at that time um so we got a lot of musical salutes happening. Yeah. That. Bought this on iTunes. Don't know why Little Wayne is the intro to it. Anyway, I was very I mad. mean, um, what, what year? What year is that from? Uh, I want to say '09. Yeah, I could. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why Little Wayne's at the beginning yeah. of it. <laughs> it was like a mixtape on iTunes. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so big, big Ooh, talk. iTunes mixtapes. I could do a whole episode about that. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird. It <laughs> was weird. Um, weird time. Weird time. But yeah, so when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, I like this. I like his flow on this one. It's a little faster. It's not too lazy. But yeah, this one's okay. This one's okay. Uh, I'm back to the I don't understand the subject matter and I think I'm getting a little it's nitpicky at this point. I don't think yeah, I was about to say it. Like it's erratic to say the to say yeah. the least. Like it's like so when you explain to me the production, the samples, mm-hmm. it makes it mean something more to me. Like now I'm like I could see how that was how he put his energy into this one to make it like a piece of his home. But mm-hmm. I feel like these bars are, this is live bar. Like, this is not, this is like your single type bars on every single track. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is, I don't, I don't know. It's like, this doesn't, it's, it's, it's flexy. 
is Juggy, and that's it. Like that's another yeah. one for me with like no real no real goal in mind on the track besides the production, which is crazy. Like that production's insane. Yeah, and going back to his subject matter, that's something that I've always noticed. With Travis is like on every song. Like I've never heard a Travis song that is like maybe goosebumps, but like. It's not consistent all the way through. Like I don't think he's ever like. It's like told the song's story. not. Yeah, the song's not about one thing the entire time. It's just like rhyming words. It's like it's not even like. It's weird. It's weird in to a me. similar rhythm. Yeah, and it's, it's like I, I heard about. I heard about like five, six different rhythms on this album, but they're all recycled amongst every song. Yeah, pretty much. Now the one the one that has a couple different rhythms in it, but still similar Travis Scott rhythms is the next one, Sicko Mode, and this is probably mm-hmm. what people clicked on this episode to even hear about. But like, man, you you should go for it. How do you feel about Sicko Mode? So when I, heard, I remember when it dropped, there was like a lot of everyone was talking about it. Twitter it exploded. was instant, instant hit. It was one of those yeah. hits that you that no one, no one needed to listen to, and it was automatically and weirdly a number one. How is it a yeah, number one already? Largely for the Drake feature, I'd say, is because because when you have a Drake feature combined with a a <clears throat> Kardashian baby father, like yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's it was a weird, it was a weird thing. And when I heard it, I was like, okay, the beginning, because again, the first time you listen to it, you're thrown for a loop because there's so many beat switches. So like the the intro, I like intros. I always say my things, intros and outros. Mm-hmm. So like the intro is kind of cool. I liked it. The whatever you call, it, I don't even know what instrument that would be. Some keyboard as the intros. It's like a like, keyboard, oh. but then it's also like got this weird vibrato on it, and it's like yeah, it could be like I an like organ. It. Yeah, or like, a, or like a Wurlitzer or a Rhodes. I just named three different, entirely different <laughs> types of keyboards. Cool. Never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> um, I was like, okay, I like this. And then the way the beat switches is kind of like gross to me. It's terrible. Like the, it's abrupt. It hits you like a freight train. And then I actually like that song individually. If it yeah. was a separate song. Like, oh, I yeah. would enjoy that. <laughs> and then I think we talked about this even, like, a while ago, but, like, what you said earlier is, like, it's, it was definitely Lucy's just it's glued two together. Drake, it's two Drake Lucy's probably from 2016. Yeah. Um, and I'll firmly stand by this. Like, Travis Scott, come and tell me they're not. Um, yeah, but, like, it sounds like Drake was, like, here's some random pieces from my vault, sent him two different tracks, all, of, all yeah. the track outs. He had all the waves. So what mm-hmm. did he do? He said we're going to put the Drake on this and it's a whole different beat and then he was like Sicko Mode was gonna already be cause I think the original him I think the part with him is original Sicko Mode I think all this yeah. other stuff was added at the last minute this is yeah. this is my opinion I will stand by this but yeah. like, I think all of that shit was added in afterwards and I think they had that original this is way too dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. like I think all of that was there and they were like how are we going to make this shoot to the top? We need a Drake yeah. feature. And they just yeah. started cutting and clipping Drake into this song because it don't have nothing to do with the track. <laughs> like, I wrote in my notes for this, Sicko Mode sounds like two Lucys with H-Town drums behind them. Yeah. Like, that is my exact, like, I was listening and typing that. Like, that's a, I don't yeah. know, man. It's, it's not cohesive for it to be one song, but if it was a Drake track mm-hmm. and a Travis track, those are good separate songs. 
What's that guy? Uh, JB Blockboy. Whenever he was doing stuff with JB Blockboy, I think he did a shit ton of music with Take Keith. Is he Blockboy JB? Blockboy JB, yeah, that one. Um, mm-hmm. Take Keith was his producer, and I think he latched on to him, and I guess they did a few songs because we know if somebody's hot, Drake will work with you for like 10 songs and forget about you. And then but, just... Um, <laughs> He's yeah, like, okay, so that, there's, here's your career. Do what you want with it. Goodbye. Yeah. And that last Drake verse on Sickle Mode is a Take Keith beat. So I think that mm-hmm. proves I think that's it was a, a different, Lucy. Different track. It's yeah, a different totally, song. A whole different song. And he would just if you have this, at the end. Like, I, I don't. What was the point? <laughs> like, like I, have, think, um, I think they mixed those together literally just to say. We got a track out. Go listen, because I yeah. got all of these fans, and you got all of these fans. Like, right. I wouldn't be surprised if Drake didn't even hear that shit till they got to like the video shoot. And then Sway Lee doing. Someone said, "That's all he does." Oh, uh, how many? I don't. I don't get. I don't get how people love that song. Like, I don't. I don't think without without the precursor of what we're doing on this show where I listened mm-hmm. to this album, like, once a day for the last week. Yeah. Like, I cannot imagine just wanting to hear that song every day. <laughs> yeah, to me, I don't know. It's like I got, the, I understood from, like, a business marketing standpoint. From, it's but just genius. Like, genius. In, in the like, industry, this was the movement. Yeah, let me see the... Um, I want to see the samples. I remember the big deal also was that there was, like, 30 writers on it. Yeah, uh, so. they probably, bro, they probably did that more for clout than money. Like, because they yeah. probably had to pay out so many people for samples. Okay, so, but also, I, I forgot, though, isn't it like, even if it's a sample, so, like, they sampled two songs, technically, but I also think it's that the people from those original songs, if that's sampled, those people are also writers. Like, um, so, it, it samples Give Me the Loot and... Uncle Luke, so when he says, um, give me the loot, I like that part. And then when he mm-hmm. says, um, pop that put, don't stop, pop that, pop that pussy. Don't, yeah. Yeah, I think even the people that Biggie had sampled and Uncle Luke had sampled, those still get money. Oh, yeah, they have like to. Compounded. I mean, so like, it depends on how the track was handled. So it's like uh, if it was sampled here and it was like a we pay dividends here, you mm-hmm. if you sampled him, you got to pay the dividend here and you got to pay the dividend here. That's why a lot yeah. of people would rather go back to the original song than sample the newer one and have to pay through like six channels. So right, like right. if you hear if you hear like on a commercial they have a cover of that song, it's like a they had to get that person and then go through this and it's like that is so much. I don't even that's yeah. too much. Oh, it's just a lot going on. Yeah. And um yeah, and then that's another thing that I wanted to touch on is that a couple weeks ago I saw I think we talked about it briefly, but like Travis having a writer or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is he's Sai had the Prince and Sai the Prince said, Yeah, I wrote that stuff. Sai the Prince. And everyone was like, Oh shit. my god. And I was like, Come on. And I've it been kind stuck of makes me on think- just just before we get too far, for everyone who is who is listening, go listen to Looking for Love by Sai High the Prince. I've been stuck Sai on that song for about three weeks. <laughs> Looking for Love by Sai High the Prince. One of the best like it. If you have not heard it, you will understand how he writes for 
Kanye and all of the, like like you'll all hear of music, yeah. oh you'll hear you'll hear good music right there like you'll hear all yeah. of it. Yeah, that's um, okay. Also, I constantly forget that that, uh, Travis Scott is Grand Hustle. (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. Always so weird. Always forget. But let's throw that out there. Shout out Ti. Yeah, and recently, I think as of before, good music. Even though he was fucking with good music, two chains was uh, two chains was as well. He was disturbing in peace. Yeah, weird. (laughs) Weird. So weird. Um, but yeah, dude, I thought that was hilarious. How do you hilarious think these, these random labels stayed afloat? <laughs> yeah, and like it's interesting that Ti is like, let's be real, not as popping as he was, and like just was like, I'll just sign this weirdo kid from Houston, who's hell yeah, was a destined fit for who, good like, music, like who also like literally sent an email to who was an Anthony Kelhoffer. Shout like, out Anthony <laughs> Kilhoffer, yeah, yeah. Who wrote, he sent an email to somebody off the back of a Kanye album. Yeah, I sent and, him an email and he just he just gave me a heads up. So thank you, Anthony. But um, I didn't get a deal out of it. But hey, all right. But hey, but hey, he responds. He responded. Shout out Anthony Kilhoffer. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, but I was gonna say that even shows Sahai's strength as a writer, where he can inhabit the writer's like mindset because like. Technically speaking, Sci-Hat could be like, I'm going to give you bars and you're going to like elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. But he was but like, nope. I'm going to work in your pocket and like Always. just give you words that rhyme together that have absolutely nothing to do with each other. But whatever. that's a good writer, though, because the writer yeah. has to make what the artist is envisioning. So like, that's the right. thing, like a lot of people and I like to put it in relation. Cause like, I agree that I enjoy, cause a lot of people's argument is like, ah, oh, I like it when my artist does everything. I like when my artist does everything too. But the realism of that is not a thing. Like right. it's, the, I think of it in the same manner of a ghostwriter in a book. Mm-hmm. So if a famous person wants to write a book, there's, there's numerous ways they can go about it. They could write down something themselves and then hand it to a writer. Who's going to make it poetic. Or they could just sit there and talk to a person and then they're going to inhabit their story and they're going to write it down in the manner of which they heard it. And right. I think that a good writer can handle both of those people. Sci High the Prince handles Kanye in the method of you hand me some stuff, I'm going to make it eloquent. eloquent. Mm-hmm. And then he handles Travis Scott in the sense of I know your lifestyle, I know how, mm-hmm. you, how you out here living. I'm going to go ahead and just craft you something. And you can see it in the way that he works. That's a great fucking writer right there. Like, Yeah. I think if I were to put this a label on this album, it'd be like, who knows? Because, I mean, Travis could mature, and we always talk about that, that, you know, always. it's hard to, There's always yeah. room for growth. Like, this is not the end of a story. This is not somebody saying, I'm never listening to another project of yours again. Right. This is a right. critical take on an album from an artist that we like. Right, and I wouldn't even review you know, it a terrible album if I didn't like you, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, he might calm down in the future, and, you know, you can't be rich and on drugs. You can be rich and on drugs forever, but, you yeah. know, I think that's but what I mean, this is, is like already two years. So, I mean, this is already yeah. two years ago. So I want to yeah. see what the growth is going to be, and I want to get that statement, this this statement out in the form of a podcast before the next one drops. Because the next yeah. one could be, the, it, could, it could throw everything we just said out the window and it can right. make this make sense i believe that art has the, has the ability to retrospectively make your other art good mm-hmm. so like he yeah. could probably allude to something that makes this whole thing make more sense to me but right now this is mm. this is hot garbage in his library 
in his library. I think, not to, I think like, also it's like very like um, I think what we're also trying to say is like it like he himself is an experience. So like when I is. found out about yeah, Astro World, what was it called? Whatever his festival was, it might have been called yeah. Astro World. It was but, called Astro World. Where he yeah, had the head had, from the album there. Yes, yes. And I and I knew a few people that went there. Um one of my cousin's friends had like front row CD, like VIP access, and it was like it kind of made sense that it was like this album is like a piece of something. Like I don't think it could go on itself as an album and if you never did anything else like with it, it wouldn't mm. really pop. But I think because he had oh, like yeah. one part. I'm trying to say like it's a puzzle yeah, piece. Yeah, I was about to say so. Like so, if if this album was just created for that moment mm-hmm. and it did not exist to be able to be played again, mm-hmm. would would do you think you'd like it more? Because mm. I think I might. I think I might enjoy this more as that experience you're saying. Because it sounds like as yeah. I said when we started, it sounds like a live album to me. This might have been yeah. like, hey, if he just did this for that show and then it was mm-hmm. like a, you had to be there, the yeah. lore of it, the tracks yeah. would have been hotter, the leaks would have meant more, but mm-hmm. like, it's a money grab, man. But hey, let's, man, <laughs> I don't know. That's a that, that's a deep thought question. Let's come back to that at the end. Yeah. Um, let's go to Rest in Peace Screw, R.I.P. Screw. You said you had some, some thoughts on this one. I had a fun fact again. So... One of the um, hold up, hold up. Explain DJ Screw for those who don't know those the uh, the uninitiated, those who might be here for the first time because Travis Scott was in the title. Fucking DJ Screw, aka the originator. Um, the man, the coldest so, motherfucker to touch a fucking boombox. Yeah. So people that don't know DJ Screw, if you've heard what you have, any of Drake's music from the past, ever since he he. Used the screw sample on uh, So Far Gone. If anybody knows the song, Forever um, Ago. What's up? I'm so high. What you think about that? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. that slow down, <laughs> the slow down music uh, that people now use. It's it's everywhere now. It's not even in rap. It's in like every 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 place you can look. It's it's slow slowing down music. And I'm not saying he he like invented slowing down music but what he basically did in the early 90s late 90s was he took um all of his friends around him that were rapping that at that point were really good rappers in the south and at that point you really had like the ghetto boys you had um uh even before that like who else uh you had what's his name oh my god why can't i think of him bun b and pimp c uh ugk Yeah, so you had like you had a couple groups and people bubbling, but what DJ Screw was doing was he just had this whole roster of these local kids, these kids who at the time we all when I hear it now, it's like uh, these are grown men, but no, in reality they're like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. They were kids and they were just they were like our yeah, age. Yeah, and they would just freestyle it's at his like house. Lean, all they, of the lean. yeah, they would be they would be on. I mean, astronomical levels of, of cough syrup. And that's Activist sort of, that's, again, that's where that way. comes from. So this whole obsession now, it's crossed over into kids now. They all want to drink Which lean, is crazy. I don't know. How, how the hell did that come back? 
That was so weird. Yeah. How it was the like... that's but I mean they used to enjoy to as DJ Screw would do, he would slow down the music through the tape player while yeah. he was sipping the lean. So the music so all sense. went together, but then the shit was hot. I mean, like, if you've ever heard the song Chopped and Screw by T Pain, which is not a real Chopped and Screw song, yeah. but it's a it's a frame of reference in my opinion for the uninitiated. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even just the the slowed music that they did before it was actually like chopped up or anything, just slowing mm-hmm. that shit down is an entirely different experience for a song. Like, I love mm-hmm. to hear uh, "You Ain't Got a Lie" by Kendrick. I slow that yeah. joint down to eighty two point seven beats <laughs> per minute. It's the yeah. coldest sweet spot on that song, man. Yeah. But, like, that's something I, that I would never think to do, never even imagine to do without yeah. somebody like DJ Screw. Right. And he like, was a pioneer. Yeah, so the chopping is basically literally just, like, making it stutter a little bit. So if the line is, like, I'm sitting in my car, he would, like, slow it down and go, sitting in my car, car. And then go on with the song. Yeah, but it would, but, it, but it would, it would, it would keep the, it would keep the same tempo while yeah. he was also skipping. It was cold. Mm-hmm. He would skip on like a, he would skip on a single beat, or he would skip yeah. on two beats with it. And man, mm-hmm. that, whoo, dude, you can't even, you can't understand how dope that is without like just hearing it be done. And you have to do that like really good timing wise, like. So oh, the yeah. way I learned how to do it, I, I it's, still it's can't now do a it. Preset. It's a preset in all of DJ softwares now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like what he used to do is like on analog, like two two turntables. What I learned was it's one that's going regular speed and then one that's like a couple bars behind. Mm-hmm. So that, or like not even a couple seconds behind. And then you have your fader. And then when you want to do the stutter, you just go like... Yeah. Like that's that makes it stutter. That was just some nerd shit. But um, so yeah, what I'm gonna say is that yeah, DJ Screw has influenced a lot of people. Um, the South has just you know that he bred so many people, and his his, his Screw tapes have been uh, talked about like they're legendary. I mean, if you go to Houston, everyone talks so about many Screw times, tapes. Man. Yeah, and like there's still tapes out there. They call them personal great Screw tapes, bro. Like, yeah, these, these are like tapes. handmade fucking tapes, dude. Yeah. And um, if you actually want to go learn about them, what is that show that we watch? Did they Hip-Hop have them Evolution. on the show? Yeah, I think they talked about them on Hip Hop Evolution. They definitely go, go did. watch. They the actually South go to the episode. store. Yeah, they go to the yeah. store in that South episode. It's cold as hell. Speaking like, of which, uh, the stores in the Sicko Mode video, he shoots outside mm-hmm. of the store. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, DJ Screws just influenced the whole generation, especially people like like uh, Travis, which I, I do give him props for keeping it alive. Definitely. But, um, what I was going to say was, so when you said R.I.P. to Screw, you said cell therapy. What? Wait, yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, I was about to say, that's on 5% tent. Oh, shit. Is that, is that, I messed it up. Yeah. messed it up. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, so I just did that whole thing for, but I'm trying to see, to use a screw... Yeah, look that up. Hold on, let me see. Cause I, cause my thing is like, so the the words to this. Let me get the chorus because the chorus is like we gonna do it slow. Rest in peace, screw tonight. We gonna take it slow. I like that, but it's like it's still drug based, so we still in his lane. And at this point in the album, on my first listen through, I've just settled on the fact that drugs and Travis Scott, like that's a part of identity at this point. Yeah. So when he says that, he's saying something deep, you know? Yeah. Like to him. So I mean. I feel like this is a good lament for him personally. I don't know mm-hmm. if I would like, I don't know if I'm going to listen to this and think about screw. 
That's my thing. Like, it did Mm -hmm. not make me sit down and, like, really reminisce about Screw or even think about the art style of chopped and screw music, which is a little confusing for the title to be that because I feel like the title could have been something else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, mean, maybe it's just me because I would have been, I would have saved a title like that for something where I was really about to do something with it. But I mean, I understand it. If you're making a tape about Houston, if Astroworld is your theme, I get why the title fits there the way it does. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know if I quite agree that I would have put the same title on it, you know? Yeah. And um, I had a moment with this, um, one of those like oh damn it moments um, when it came out. One of my friends had texted me and goes, "Hey, didn't you use the same interview as a sample on one of your songs on SoundCloud?" So I listened to the song, and at the end of the song, he they sample. I don't know how it's like, dude. When I found it, it had like a couple hundred views. It was like a local Houston was, was like small, TV it? station. And it was some lady you interviewing him about... You a sample before the... Hey, maybe, maybe they was one of the hundred uh, listeners. <laughs> maybe. Because I was like, oh my God. I was like, I used the exact same thing like a year before. I mean, and, did you um, have some listens in I Houston, bro? Huh? Uh, did you have some listens in Houston? Maybe they copied maybe. you, bro. Maybe you need maybe to be looking like, for damn. some dividends, bro. <laughs> maybe you need but to be checking like, for some dividends in the account. Damn. Like, hey, bro, y'all know this was on my uh, 2017 <laughs> yeah. Lucy. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because I used it and I thought it was, it was pretty good. Um, um, how do you so feel yeah, about the beat on this one? That's what we really haven't talked about was the beat. Throw away. Throw away beat. I'll, I'll throw a, yeah, I was about to say I'll throw a Sound like, 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 like sound like a drizzy. Sound like a drizzy. Sound like a throwaway to me. Um, For sure. Just that that type that? of doom, boo doo doo. Yeah, who produced that? I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't have some other stuff. Also, uh, just to double back to sicko mode, Noah has writing credit as well as producing credit. Makes me think that those Drake tracks uh, were definitely Lucy's. Because sure. why else would 40 have credit unless 40, like, so it's 40 Take Keith mashup? It's a 40 <laughs> Take Keith, whoever that other dude is. It's got so many writers and producers. Uh, who did this beat, though? Travis and I've heard of him, uh, FKI first. I have uh, not heard of him. Do we, do we know what else he's made? Does he have some more production? Probably on this album, I would assume. Yeah, he's. um. Does he ride Tra- Do he like ride with Travis? Lots of trap beats. Um, okay. Also, yeah, yeah you um, know, for somebody to be on the Grand Hustle label, this is a confusing lane of trap. Like, I feel like I feel like you should be experimenting more in trap. That's personal opinion. Though. That has zero to do with this album. But uh, I believe that Ti is the originator of trap. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> like, I don't. He, like, um, trap was different pretty, back in the day. Oh, for sure. This kid produced White Iverson. Oh um, wow! Uh, work by Travis Porter. Uh, Bring it back, make it rain, and watch out by Two Chains. Make it rain by Two Chains. And pick it up by Famous Dex. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Oh, that's my favorite Famous Dex song. That's my bum, favorite. Bum, like, bum. oh my god, pick it up, pick it up, pick up the phone. I mean, that, yeah. bro, that that song is great ignorance. I fucking love yeah. that. Yeah, no, nah, that dude Ooh. makes a catchy one. That nigga's. Uh, I got two phones. Cool. Business yeah. conversation and relation, right? <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, that track. I just thought um, it was like a weird like yeah, yeah it was, was, it was interesting yeah I felt like it should have had something different on it but I mean if for the melancholy vibe if this I think it means as I said I think it means something to him I think this was his yeah. salute you know what I'm saying so I think this was a good one for him uh, for me it's not too hot on the tape 
Um, the next one is Stop Trying to Be God, and I just want to get this out of the way. That harmonica is terrible. That harmonica <laughs> should have never been added on that. Is that Stevie? Can we? Can we yeah. Can, yeah. Is that Stevie? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> That's so bad. It should have. Dude, I remember hearing it. I couldn't get through it the first time I listened to it. Like, because I've never, just heads up for everyone on the show, I listened to this album one time when it came out. Said no. Had not heard it again until last week. Like, I just put this back in my life, and I was like, I can't even hear this song all the way through. Like, that harmonica makes no sense on this beat. Like, I love Stevie Wonder Death. It's beautiful, beautiful harmonica. It has Mm -hmm. no place on this beat. No. Like, I was like, did you just want it? It's the equivalent of that Drake shit. It's the equivalent of Sicko Mode. It was just like, I got to get Stevie on this. No, you did not. (laughs) That was a waste uh, of Stevie. Yeah, I do like this this song though. Um, it, it's not know, bad. Kind of, the harmonica just bad. fucks the whole track. Like I wish it would have had a Cuddy feature instead. Yes, would have been Isn't perfect he, for it. He's the hums, no? That's him. Mm, Is that him? Mm, I thought that was Travis be. trying to be him. I, you sure? I'm a genius. Sir. I think I think that that is him trying to be <laughs> kid. I think that's him trying to pretend to be Scott Messacuddy. I don't is Scott Messacuddy credited. He's not. Not on not on um not on Spotify. I don't I don't think, I think you're right. Him. <laughs> that's why I, that, when I heard it, I was like, you should just should just got him on here. Gave him a first. Why not? Oh no, it is it is Kid Cuddy. It's Kid Cuddy okay. and, and Philip Bailey. Who is that? Is He's, that the um, voice that I don't recognize? Yeah, he's from, um, I want to say Earth, Wind, and Fire. Why you ain't give him a verse then? <laughs> Why did he install? Oh, man, okay. I got so much more shit about this track now. But okay. Like, <laughs> that um, is But to me, I like this because it's sort of like, um, uh, sort of like a, like a break from like, the trying to be like a rock star, kind of just it's, like chilling a little bit. It's not the I got the stand over my head. It's the least live track on here. Like right, it's yeah. the it's one of the calmest songs. It's it's got a vibe in that yeah, I, I, do I don't like know it, if I enjoy saying it's got a vibe because like <laughs> that kind of sounds weird. It sounds not it sounds un, not not genuine. Like it sounds like a not genuine comment, but like it really sounds like it has a vibe to it. I wish yeah. it would have had more more some more uh Kid Cudi on there. Like that would have been dope yeah. because like that harmonica was not it. Like, dude, hold on. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put a clip of it in here for everybody. Like, I'm not just a hater. Hold on. Where's it at? I'm gonna find it. That has no place in this track. That is like that. Like, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. But no. Like, maybe if Stevie had done like a different instrument or like maybe just vocals Stevie plays on it. so many instruments. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I would have asked Stevie like, to do a vocoder and do I would have redone the whole beat for that harmonica. Yeah. I would have sampled I the harmonica. I would have just, yep. Now the, the harmonica is our starting point. Yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you, Stevie. We're rethinking the whole track. Same yeah. title, same lyrics, whole new beat. Like yeah. I don't like because it's like the the drums are doing far too much. 
for yeah, that harmonica. A little bit, yeah. It's like the. I don't know, man. Maybe they should have took it to like a halftime or let him ride out at the end, like at the end mm-hmm. where it gets chiller. Like if they would have let him just start and finish in that zone. You, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. Maybe I'm getting too technical on that, but like, man. No, I just, get it. It's, it's kind of like the throne. It's like throwing away TV feature. Because, yeah, I mean, did it get radio play? Like, No, not at all. No, like, I mean, that's one that probably not a lot of people know about, even the Travis Scott stands, because I know y'all probably don't listen to these albums all the way through. Y'all run up three tracks. (laughs) Like, that's literally what they they run up three songs on it. Like, they don't, and then the album's platinum. It's like, Jesus Christ, how? But either way, no bystanders. (laughs) This is my party song. This is a good party song. So this one is the one where I'm like, this is where I wanted it to happen, you know? Like, this is... Like I want to turn up the entire track, you know. This is the uh, this is this feels like a like rodeo, Travis. Yeah. Especially even the way it sounds, the way his uh, auto tune is on here, like it's just the it's like that sharp. I'm turning up. You should be turning up vibe, you know. Yeah. Thought it was thought it was Post Malone until earlier this year. The beginning. Oh. The beginning. Not. Tell me, does it sound similar? No, 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 the the intro. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that you said it, yeah, no, I can. Yeah. I can definitely hear that. That does sound like Pose. That's crazy. Oh my god! There are seventeen tracks on here. Christ, we have to keep going. <laughs> um, I just like scrolled yeah, down, and I was like, "There's so much going." Fucking the club up. Three six Fuck- mafia. Love I love it. that man. That's another uh, one, man. Three six mafia. Of the, he does something like towards the second half of the beat. I gotta find it real quick. I'm gonna find it. While you're looking um, for that, you know, Justin Timberlake was asked one time on a uh, talk show, "If I'm going to Memphis, what three albums should I have in the car?" His mm. response was, "You need some Elvis Presley, you need some Al Green, and you need some Three Six Mafia." <laughs> Hell yes. End quote. End quote. Love that flute. Whatever. Makes me go crazy when I'm drunk. I mean, because it's a good turn up track. Like that's that's that good feeling. That's that like we're turning up every like this is I like you could start your show with that one actually. Yeah. Like I doubt he probably started with sicko mode, let's be serious. Like you start whatever your streams are, but like you could start a show with this one. Mm-hmm. Like that's how live it is though. All right, here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Like the key, it's just keys then. And then Mike Dean, I guess, at the end, just like starts to pump up the bass. I don't know. I just love there's a beat switch up, and they're very slight. But if you listen, it goes from that weird flute, and then it just goes to boom, boom. We should have done boom, a beat switch boom, counter. Boom. <laughs> there's a lot of beat switches. We should have done a beat um, switch counter. <laughs> But yeah, I like this for purely just, I don't know why, but out of a whole party anthem uh, album, this one by far is the one I like to play really loud at parties and like jump around and get crazy it's too. It's definitely a standout. I think the that hook, three, that's th- why. And that and at three six though, like that three yeah, six is heavy on there. Like even yeah. people who don't know that that's three six, you know that phrase, you know fuck the club up, you know it's time to turn yeah. up when you hear it. Like it's mm-hmm. one of those things. Um, Skeleton's pro- probably by far my favorite song. Yeah, What's your favorite? Say that. 
I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say it. It's a good one. It's definitely a good one. This one had more of a cohesive lyric structure. Mm. Like told a slight story at the beginning there, but like it's slight. Let's not I'm not gonna say you're up there on the levels, but like definitely this one, like it kinda like meant something, you know? I um, mean, but he yeah. also it's another flex, another flex. Uh he talks about uh his Coachella checks, shit like yeah. that. And it's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> I always thought it was so funny that this is kind of like a sappy song. And, like, he just Simpy. basically, he says, um, let next visit I give her a pearl necklace, which is basically meaning to come which on is, her chest. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what that means. <laughs> like, that's I like to exactly think what that Kylie means. was like, oh, this is so nice. And she hears that, she's like, ah. I imagine um, that if that's who your baby father was... You yeah. knew that you're okay yeah. with it. <laughs> I imagine I imagine it still has the same sentiment. I mean, like you know who you with. It's one yeah, of those you know things. Who you with. But I mean, uh if we look down at the list of writers on this, don't know if you ever have, we've got a lot of uh huge names on there. Did you notice? Oh. Pharrell Williams, I was just gonna say, Kanye West. Well, Kanye I don't get because he's not on the song, but if you say if you imagine Kanye saying that that those first lines that I gave her a pearl necklace is very Kanye. That's like a funny Kanye line. Ooh, yeah, is, it might have been some in passing. Yeah, Pharrell, um, he's on the track. Abel's on the track. The weekend's on the track. Mm-hmm. Kevin Parker, who's Tame Impala. Tame Impala produced Able. it. I feel like I'm popping a lot. Um, but yeah, the way they all harmonize at the end, it's beautiful. Like, Beautiful, dude. It, it's it makes me feel like this is weird to say, but this is just how I visualized it. Honestly, if I were to make the video for this, the ending of the video would be like mm-hmm. Travis is like in an open, very beautiful like ocean. He's on. He's in the very uh, the shallow end, and he's yeah. walking in, and he's holding Kylie in his arms, and like you see, all the planets are huge in the sky. That like the moon is like the size of this like is so Travis Scott. And like as it's crescendo, it's like in standing in the ocean, like that. And as that just keeps rising. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think? uh, Do you think Kanye's in there somewhere? Ooh, maybe the drums. Feels or no, 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 no. I'm saying singing. Like, do you think Kanye's in there singing? uh, Let's see. On Genius, they're pretty good with it. They usually. I you know I trust genius to a certain extent, but I know that on some tracks I know more than them, and that shit makes <laughs> me mad because I'm like, this is the internet. Like, some tracks I'm just like, if I had the energy, I would sit here and type. Like, I would I really sit here and fix a whole page. With all my Kanye knowledge, if I were to put it through the Kanye computer, what I would say is that either Kanye hummed an idea for that for standing in the ocean, or he wrote. At least Pearl. half of that Travis verse. Or he wrote at least Pearl Necklace. Because you can imagine him recording. If, if a demo leaked, it would make sense of him going. Like, like I can That's imagine him humming no, no, no. that. The, the, the melody is very Kanye now that you've like said it. I mean, like just trying yeah, to yeah. think about getting into like the Kanye brain of this track. But, like, the standing in the ocean definitely sounds like something he would say, you know? Yeah. I mean, but let's be serious. There's probably so many uncredited tracks that have just been Kanye mumbles that turn, that other people turned into hits. And, like, yeah. he just sits in the background collecting or just not collecting. 
Excuse me. But I can see why this is your favorite track. I mean, the ending of this is like immaculate. Like it's just, it's great singers. It's like yeah. the way that the layering happens. I love when auto tune is used properly. Travis Scott's mm-hmm. always been in that zone, but I think it's the people, the company you keep keeps your auto tune together in my opinion like and he has the correct <laughs> backing to keep his auto tune in check and it's always sounded on point and when you layer it with somebody like the weekend like yeah you gotta have somebody who can tune that shit perfectly and it's all yeah. perfectly in place maybe Kanye did a mix you never know man maybe hop behind them engineering maybe. tables yeah but i like i just love how he gives everybody like a phrase like um I think Pharrell's the one that says echoing and then mm-hmm. weekend is standing. I don't know. I just like, it gives like, they harmonize, but then each one gets their own like phrase. Great yeah. song. I liked it. Um, probably the most songy song. I, I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. Eh. This is my favorite beat. I do like, oh, I my favorite beat. about it. This is my favorite beat. This one for real. If if he would have if he would have kept looping that guitar and just rapped over that alone, I would have loved the track even more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That I like the end, like down, like down, down. Um, yeah. He could have done acoustic. He could have did this acoustic. Yeah, that is so cool. And I mean, like, I mean, the weekend for sure. This one is in the running to be my favorite track on this. Like, this is like that's this is an appropriate weekend feature. Yeah. Like if I I did if I did put one of these songs from this album in my playlist, I would put this one in and like turn it off at a certain time. I remember my my favorite part of that whole song was I think the breakdown with like the synths, like Mm -hmm. really dark synths at the end. Any given Sunday, you can get it, Willie Bean. <laughs> you ever heard? Have you ever heard the Willie? Have you ever seen Any Given Sunday? No, but I get the reference, Willie Beeman. Have you seen the Willie Beeman video? <laughs> so in the movie, in the movie, Any Given yeah. Sunday, Jamie Foxx, right? Jamie Foxx, yeah. So actually, oh my God, crazy shit. Let's talk, man. Oh, I got some current information for this one. LL Cool J, Jamie Foxx. Oh, so many people. Dennis Quaid. Uh, Al Pacino, Pacino. movies full of people. Movies, movies full of people. Okay, LL Cool J, Jamie Foxx, legitimately hated each other during all of the filming. Okay, (laughs) was that so funny? Okay, hilarious. Uh, LL Cool J says cross comments to Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx says cross comments back. LL Cool Uh J ends it and says, "Let's compare bank statements." Okay, Uh they they now say action. They're supposed to be arguing in a scene. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino does not know that they're fighting at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no clue that the real fight is a thing. Mm-hmm. They start swinging on each other while mm-hmm. movie arguing and really mm-hmm. hitting each other. And Al Pacino still in character in the middle. And everyone who was there was like, we just felt bad for Al Pacino for not knowing <laughs> that they was awesome. for Like, these niggas was for real about to throw hands over his head. But, I like, craziness, that. dude. It's insane, man. So, like, they really, like, fought and shit. They hated each other until, like, maybe 2012 or some shit. But um, other than that, in the in the movie, Jamie Foxx gets a commercial deal while he's playing football, and he makes a song called Willie Beeman. And mm. it's the song about him, and that's what it's like, my name is Willie, and then the girls say, Beeman, I keep the ladies screaming, 
Like mm. it's it's crazy. It's a and it's it's like absurd. It's hilarious, and a lot of people love to play off of that. But you have to watch that shit. G. Yeah, oh my god, I dude! Do. And the movie was supposed to be backed by the NFL until they realized it was too realistic because they talk about how like players like how the uh, the athlete doctors like write off shit that's like not yeah. supposed to be written off. It got Damn. it was too intense. It was also sponsored by Under Armour, and there's an alligator scene. But hey, I feel man, like I, I can see Jimmy Fox with the Under Armour like cap on. Mm-hmm. You know yep. that thing. Uh, when I think of Willie Beamer, that's who I think of. That's exactly what you 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 are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. are thinking of the right movie, man. It's crazy, dude. Like it's the weirdest shit ever. But hey, man, wake up. Back to that, man. <laughs> Great. This is this is like one of my favorite beats. Definitely. Like I love the beat. Like the song is just good. We brought back the homie uh, weekend. I love it. I think they blend very well together. They work well. I feel like... Because he's got that other song. What's that other song? It's on the Weekends album. Something Love. Oh, Something for Love. God damn it. Which uh, Weekend album was it on? Low Life? Fuck. Hold on. Weekend, yeah, you gotta find Travis. that one. Pray for Love. I don't know if I've heard that one. Great. No, it's not working. Sweet. Uh, hold on. Play Pray for Love by The Weeknd featuring Travis Scott. Oh, this was on Rodeo. Oh. Yeah. I, so I think, I think the reason why they work together is because, like, it's just when you have a singer in the auto-tune, like... Yeah. You can combine that shit to be good. Also, The weekend, yeah. he's proven time and time again he deserves to be in rap culture through features. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, he has great features. I mean, he gave us Take Care. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, nah, dude, this was good. Like, I, I like that one. And the crazier part to me is that it's followed by my least favorite song on this entire project. <laughs> um, 5% Tense. For those oh. of you who don't know... Yeah. This sample that's happening in here That is Cell Therapy by Goody Mob Arguably one of Goody Mob's greatest tracks Goody Mob is made up of Cujo, Gip uh, CeeLo And I think I'm forgetting somebody and I feel terrible for it But the song Cell Therapy Is a beautiful, beautiful song About all of the problems That happened in the African American community Specifically in ghetto African American communities During the time period In which the album was dropped they talk about things such as Section 8 housing, saying, like, we don't know if the gates were put up to keep crime out or keep us in. Like, he talks about all the girls on the corners and stuff, and he says, like, he sees his homies hanging on the corners, things like that. Super deep song about how we need a change. And the pigs are in the in the background because they're supposed to represent cops. Who's that peeking in my window? Surprise. Mm-hmm. Nobody now. Come on. Like, th- that song is so deep, so real, so true till this day. This is a disrespectful take on the entire song, in my opinion. No, I'm about to hit you with some 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 knowledge. Go for it. So, for people in Houston who aren't well versed in Goody Mom, this is what this is to them. God damn it! Hold on. So, Lil Kiki, one of the very famous Houston rappers, local guy. Um has a song called Peepin' in My Window. So, going into this Houston thing. I'm always 
This is what he freestyled over it. So he freestyled over it, and this is what it popped off as in Houston. Yeah, so in Houston, okay. it's, a, it's a legendary Give me a little freestyle. clip of that. Give me a little clip of that. I want to hear that. Cause in the winter, I got to do it for the summertime because I'm just a pimp on my own grind. It's one of those Houston songs everyone knows every single word to. See. Now we're back to my argument of this album means something to him and to yeah. Astral World and to Houston. Yeah. Should have happened yeah. live once. Should have happened yeah. live once. Because yeah. I still, like, that track gives me appreciation from Travis Scott's side. Does not make me like 5% temp more. Yeah, I know, but like that's like one of the songs. Like if you, like if you said if this was a live album and nobody knew about it, and like you were in like the heart of Houston and you played that, everyone would be like, bah! like oh Exa- my god, and that's, and that's what's up, man. I'm so that's glad like you you're on the show to hand us those facts. Oh yeah, man. Oh my god, let me, bro. Mm-hmm. If you play any, there are so many twisted songs that the second you put them on, you're just yeah. like the whole city know it though. Yeah, like yeah, uh, exactly. emotions. Let me play with some mm-hmm. emotions, ho. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Oh, man. Yeah, Come on, Poe Pimpin? Man. Yeah. Poe Pimpin? Oh, my God. That's like playing All Falls Down in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, All Falls Down is a different type of vibe. I don't know why everybody knows that one. I'm, like, I know some hard niggas who know that one. Like, <laughs> they win it all. Oh, yeah, but I mean, I don't have really much else to say about that track that's good. So if you have more takes on that one i don't want to like i don't i want to dive any deeper personally because i don't want to say anything too horrendous because i feel like like let me take away my personal bias here of the of the track i don't think it's terrible no but i think if you know if you know this song through cell therapy and you Mm -hmm. know goody mob for what goody mob is for and you don't and you don't hold the other one because I mean that's the first time I ever heard that one. I mean, mm-hmm. if I would have grown up on that one, I feel like I have a different opinion right now. But I yeah. grew up on cell therapy, and this was not. This was a miss. This was a straight <laughs> miss for me. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. It's yeah, like it was, it, it's, it was okay. Uh, mm. It was all right. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it too yeah. much. Like when I heard the beat, I was like, Oh, cool. He better kill it. And then he didn't kill it. He did not. He kept uh, it chill though. I mean, so so now thinking back to what you're saying about that freestyle, I think that's why he kept it simple. Mm-hmm. I think he kept it simple to make it more of a salute piece than to make it his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in in accordance to that, because I mean, it's literally just slowed down enough to make his auto tune sound good on it and to give it a different drum pattern. It's not slowed down to like chop or anything. It's not really warped or anything. It's more of a respectful in a way. Like I think that's what makes me more mad about it though from my personal side. Let me stop. I'm showing my bipolarness right now. Um next song. NC seventeen. You know? You know? I don't know. Do you got me? You got anything to say? I mean, now? honestly, I and I'm gonna say something that people still fuck with me for. I'm not the biggest Twenty One Savage fan at all, at all. I am at, a Twenty One Savage picker. I pick. Yeah, beats will, though. I, like 
bank account, beautiful beat. Like FaceTime. Doom, doom. FaceTime by Twenty One Savage. Beautiful. <laughs> you ever heard that one? I'm about to do it right now. Oh, play play shit right now. Play shit right now. Bruh. Bruh. Beat lyrics. I'm with it all. Listen to this right here. Sounds like a Bryson Tiller beat. Just wait. Wait for his little, his little, you'll hear it. Bro, that beat, that beat cold. Hey man, listen, the court, uh, uh, yeah, mustard. Wow. Pixel, can we FaceTime? I want one if you don't waste mine. Bro, that this is the that's the twenty one savage I like. It's like, weird, dude. He's almost like a like a ghostwriter. Like it sounds like sounds like a reference track. It sounds better than the rest of his library. Um, that's so weird. But I also like Monster. I like uh, a lot. Those might be because of features. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I even no. do like his feature on the Childish Gambino song. That the oh man, drop it yeah. off. Let me yeah, see yeah. your booty self. Go, Mel. Yeah. yeah, I'm from the dirty self. I ain't so. All my shooters came from Moscow, bro. Come on. I love it. I lo- Got I like, a girl in Harvard. Like I like that's that a proper when I call her. Yeah, bro, you know that like, I'm a bro. Whatever. What's the uh? What's the fucking uh line in there? Uh, yeah, I'm on a private jet eating Popeyes chicken. Yeah, I be I like flexing that. like I'm eating Popeyes spinach, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, NC-17. I mean, it'll be hilarious because I kind of wanted to, like, start for these album review videos doing, mm-hmm. like, track by track, putting the timestamps in. Yeah. And uh, this timestamp is going to be 20 seconds long um, because I don't <laughs> like this song at all. Yeah, no, I don't like this song. Um, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I, like, I don't even have anything critical to say about that. If I talk, it'll just be talking shit, and I don't think that's that's worth it. Um, but I think every up. album has that throwaway, and I think yeah, that one sure. is like that's the pinnacle of the throwaway. Like I feel like he was just trying to be like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Throw it in there. Yeah. Um, this next song is probably my second second favorite or first favorite. Definitely, definitely a good beat. It's definitely one of those Travis Scott beats. Like this sounds like you go on YouTube and type in Travis Scott type beat, and you get yeah. this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like and, this. Um, the chorus though is just like it's one of those like sad boy not sad boy but just like very like no, sad introspective boy. seems it's like the life boy. I fiend's a little distant seems like the life I need's a little distant like that's I my mean shit. rest in peace juice but juice could have fit on this oh yeah for sure this definitely definitely has a vibe where I think I would have enjoyed it more had it had a juice feature had we just full sad boy sent it you know what yeah. I'm saying I would have actually enjoyed this track way more um, yeah. This is another good live one though. This is another great like this is this one right here. If you turn this on live, I feel like a whole party would turn up to this. It's one of I don't those know if good beats. I think the kids, weirdly, the kids on the internet found a way to recreate Chop and Screw without knowing what they're doing. But there's that whole subsect oh, of bro, slow and yeah. reverb. Yeah, uh, I saw somebody talking about that, and I also just want to say slowed and reverb. This chopped and screwed. You all did not yeah. create anything. Yeah. Like, it makes me sound like an old head. I don't care. Like, y'all yeah. didn't invent shit new. Yeah. And slowed and reverb is weaker. Yeah. Like, y'all ain't even doing nothing exciting. This is what happens when you hand 
Peace. This is the uh, this is what happens when you hand a kid an iPhone with GarageBand and DJ <laughs> yeah. Pro. Exactly. And and they get real bored. Like yeah, that's yeah. what that sounds like. But I mean, yeah, dude, slowing down music. I'm a huge advocate for it. I've had turntables my whole life and mm-hmm. my favorite thing to do is to just slow it down. Every song I've ever heard, I'll just let me slow that down, see what that sounds like. Even when I'm looking yeah. for like samples and shit, I'll be in the car, I'll record it on Snapchat and then put uh, that snail on it. Hey, that's a oh, yeah. that's a uh, that's a sneak for everybody out here who's producing. If you hear a sample and you want to hear what it sounds like and you think you're gonna forget by the time you get home like me. Mm-hmm. Bro, open that Snapchat, hit the That's record smart. for a little second, man, and then you, you can see you can te- you can test it, speed it up, you can speed it up a little bit, you can slow it down mm-hmm. a little bit, bro. Finds a whole sample right there. I like but, that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I I enjoy it, but it sounds like some kids out here are making bands <laughs> off of it. Shit. <laughs> but this is another song I think is like uh, just like skeletons, where it's like, all right, or stop trying to be God, where it's like, all right, let's chill out. Enough about the sex and drugs and rock and roll. It's, yeah, seconds, like at this point, at this point of a of a full album listening through, I am tired of hearing about drugs. Like yes. I, that is like my thing, and I mean that could be a type of type of fans we are, like mm-hmm. of what kind of rap we like personally. And I mean, of yeah. course, we come on here and we talk about everything, so we will listen yeah. to all of it. But like personal That's choices. True. I would not make the personal choice to continue after that song <laughs> because yeah. I'd just be like, what more can you say? I think, like, <laughs> it doesn't really pick back up for me until Butterfly Effect, but let's keep diving. <laughs> um, Astro Thunder is like when you're at the party and you, like, go outside for, like, air and water. But you still want to hear it. Like, like yeah, you like yeah. Lead a door, you lead a door crack so you can hear that track playing. That's, exa- that's the exact vibe, and I know that vibe yeah. all too well. Like, that yeah. is the... <laughs> Like, this is the, like, I'm going to go out on the balcony, and I just want to yeah. hear that bass playing mm-hmm. in the background. Like, <laughs> um, I'm not out here trying to go crazy no more. I'm going to just, you know, drink some water to this one. <laughs> smoke a cigarette. Freaking chill out. That's oh what I'm saying. I'm so you drunk. go outside, hit the jewel, yeah. ask somebody for a square. It's a perfect song to do that to. <laughs> Even at a live, I'm, no, I'm, I'm imagining this at a live show. You know what I'm like? This, yeah, even yeah, at yeah. a live show, it's kind of like a, yeah. Let me, hey, yeah. bro, you gonna sip of that? What you, what you drinking? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's one of those songs. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I found I that. Uh, what? Oh no, I was about to say something completely, completely off topic from this. It was just gonna be a no, random sideline story. Um, Lil Wayne and Two Chainz Collagrove album. When Love I saw it. that live at uh, at magnificent coloring day that's how that that entire set is that vibe we just described yeah it was it was turnt it was live but like the entire thing is like hey hey, let me me, hey can i bum one like the entire vibe of that is one of those like you see people over there lighting up and shit and you're like oh this is this is the time for that and then after that i think like john legend was up no no no. after it was alicia keys Mm. And the whole energy changed. It was, yeah, yeah. Whew, man. But yeah, completely off topic from whatever we're no, talking about. Like what were you going to say? I think Yosemite is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. And Nav, I will say this even if we get to interview him. Nav, you are talentless. You are worse than anything that I can imagine. Oh, I don't know how you slipped through the cracks, Nav, but fucking, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this, 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 this. <laughs> recycled um 
uh, repetitive. I mean, people like you take everything I hate about this genre and you synthesize it and you make it just your actual voice. And I just want to say that I, as an artist, don't think you are. No, you as an artist, I don't like you at all. I'm sure you're a nice guy. I'm sure Travis picks you for a reason. But oh, I just God. think you are the absolute lowest level of artist that has ever been created ever. Thank we need you. to start. We need to start an IG section, an IGTV <laughs> section of call out. Ripped out my headphones. Like I was so angry. <laughs> I said we need ridiculous. to start. We need to start an IG section just called call outs because yeah, call I mean, out. look, look. I can't deny a word this man just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking I'm, hot garbage. I think I think the most eloquent way to put it is synthesizing the yeah. bad parts of our genre. Like cuz I mean, look, I, I and of course I think that this entire show was started on two people who absurdly hold the genre of rap, hip hop and all other music. Like we hold them to a standard and we yeah. would not be able to talk if we didn't have standards that we hold things to. That's why this episode is what it is. Yeah. He does not meet the criteria of any of the standards. That's just no, reality, he, man. He's hot garbage. He's hot garbage. Um, I'm very interested. I want to know what... I wish that people released their numbers. Like, I want to know the numbers <laughs> of what's the listens on this song. Because... If this has a lot of listens, that lets me know that Travis Scott fans are too far gone. But then again, they're yeah. pulling up in the back of, oh my God, I'm going to add the clip right here. The kids who pulled up in a fucking pickup truck full of water, you know why we're here. And then they start playing <laughs> Travis Scott music in a McDonald's drive-thru. Like, yeah. I'm over all of that shit. Like, yeah. you, like, I think I'm just done with hype energy. Like, yeah. hype energy be gone. Like, I don't understand. Because, like, dude, if you're a fan of Travis Scott, go up there, ask for a fucking Cactus Jack meal. Yeah. What is all of this other shit? And I want to know, to loop all the way back to my point, do they even listen to this? I don't know, man. Like, I said this before. I think they're just picking. I think they literally look for what has stars next to it, and they just add it to a playlist and keep running it up. Yeah, I think they do. And I think, like... It scares me though that to think that people can listen to this song and say like, "This is a great song." Like this is Travis like Scott is the best artist of our decade. We need to find somebody who is just a Travis Scott stand, pull them on the show, and just have them explain why. Because like, yeah. and no, no, I don't even want to say that because I'm a Travis Scott fan, but like somebody who is, I became a fan because of Astro World. So hey, if you're watching and you became a fan of Travis Scott when you heard Astro World, open invitation. Yeah, open invitation to, to come you. on the show. Just we will send you, you a say. Zoom link, and you can come on to this show, and we will do a re of this episode, like straight up. I will, I will eat my words if you can describe to me why this should mean more. Because Yosemite, <laughs> as Alex so eloquently put it, is a synthesization. Is that even how you say that word? Is that even a real? Who cares? You know what it I mean? No. It is a synthesization of. Everything that is wrong with modern day <laughs> trap music. Um, and what confuses me is that Travis Scott knows how to make this shit right. We talked about yeah. the good songs on here. That song has no place. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it it's so much. A, a, not, I'm, that or NC-17, what's worse? Shit, both are horrible. I think just because Nav is on this one makes me hate it even more. Yeah, I was they about to say, I think personally it. it might be NC-17 for me, but I think your Nav hatred. 
fucking ridiculous. Boost that up a little bit more. Trash um, let's let's memory. jump into this next track, Trash man. How long have we been recording for? Let me check the time real quick. Oh, hour and 11 minutes. Yeah, let's start wrapping this issue up. I'm about to cut out like 20 minutes of this, though. But uh, can't say. Love it. Sad boy vibes. Dude, Sad vibes. Yes. Dude, this is, I shit you not, when this came out, whenever the vibe was, whatever, I was singing the, um, I was singing that Travis verse when I was like drunk on a, on a, on a couch at a party. And I thought I was so lit when he was like, I was lit, not he was lit, when he said, um, way too wavy. Way too wavy, think I need a lift. I was like, yeah, I'm living, that's my life right now. I think I'm going to get home with a lift in like the three hours. The fact that you just paused yeah. to change into Travis <laughs> Scott voice. Yeah. That she was great. Maybe she just want to drill. Dude, I yeah. just like, I don't know. I just like the way this flows. And then we go in again. It's another with- song about nothing, but this is definitely a little vibey about nothing. Sad boy energy. You yeah. know? And drugs. Then, I'm then, not gonna say about nothing. I need to stop saying that. It's not about nothing. It's about drugs. It's about, about sex. Drugs. About these things. It's about these things that are Travis Scott. I mean, he's trying to make an identity through these. So I'm not gonna say it's about nothing. We we quickly say that a song's about nothing if the subject matter is something we don't agree with. But it does have subject matter. So I'm not gonna say it's about nothing. Um, and then a small like, Houston sample. Yeah, swing, I was about to say. Swing when I swing when I swing. Um, but yeah, I also Don Tolliver, interesting voice. This is also what chopped and screwed music should sound yeah. like like that mm-hmm. is the right pitch that is how deep it should be that is how slow it should be you still understand the lyrics but you've caught an entirely different vibe yeah who was so i enjoyed that one? sample it, it fit in there nice it fit in there nice yeah that was like a perfect weave in there oh, hold uh, on. let's get your what? let's get your verse out oh shit <laughs> fuck yeah dude i love that <laughs> Chicago baby, she just wanna drill. Do you think he screams that line in Chicago? Oh, for sure. I did in my head, like I was performing on the concert. Yes. Yes. Oh, he also does this thing throughout the entire album. It's the flow. It's like you said, he goes, here's the flow. Do 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 does it what does that also lot? sound like in the hills? Deep yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then Yes, it is. I told you when we started this, there's six flows on this album, interchangeable. This is alright, whatever. It's like whatever. Like this is fucking just like it's okay. The entire okay. album deserves, and maybe I'll like put this over the thumbnail, this emoji. Yeah. Like also, I don't. Okay, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Let's go into that. Let's go into that one. So this beat, I like. I'm, I'm too big of a fan of this beat to say that the entire song is shit. But like, I I don't know what it is about that. That just. I like that. Like I could listen to an instrumental of this in my headphones all day. I I actually have. I had to do an advertisement for somebody. I did the uh, audio work on this. I'm not even going to describe the project, but I had to do an instrumental of this and I had to flip it into the weekend. Uh, it's one of the newer weekend songs. I made a really cool fucking flip of it. It sounds amazing. But uh, this beat is so fucking good. Like I noticed yeah, it while beat. I was listening to it, editing it over the video. I was like, man, this is a great beat. Like, yeah, definitely a good beat. Um, but like same, same, beats. same flow as the last track. <laughs> 
in the. I feel like he should have made a cut on one of those. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fillers. Should have made a, a cut. Should have made a cut on one of them. Like this didn't need to be seventeen tracks. No. And where, where are we at? The last one now is this is Houston, Houston Fornication? No, 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 no. Coffee Beans, the last one. Houston Fornication, interesting title. I feel like it's a reference to Californication. Yeah, and then Houston, like Cal- Houston Fornication. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. This is a good club one. I can see also, like I can see everybody in the club like. Hitting a little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, little two-stepish. You know what I'm saying? A little. Yeah. I mean, more more than what I'm doing right now, as you can tell, I'm in the club every weekend with this move. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think, is that a Kanye thing? I think it is. That. I'm trying to think. That's the Kanye's on the before. I don't know, but he does that a lot too. I, I thought that was Travis. I, I feel like that sounds like some yeah, older yeah. Travis to me. But maybe it could have been some Kanye that's been mirrored for years. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know. It's a. It's again like at this. Yeah, at this point of the album, when I was listening. I was like, okay, like uh, the drums. Like I need like slower, 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 slower. Coffee bean, coffee nice beat, nice beat, nice beat, nice beat. Let's let's just jump off that one all together. Yeah. This beat, this beat's great. Love it, like love it. This is uh, it feels like something I could hear uh, somebody should have told me it'd be day like this. Hey, yes, yes, like, you know that's what exactly what I thought. Um, I, 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 also, I was, also, uh, he uh, he cut off the uh, cut off the uh, the auto tune for the last track. Yeah, he got he cut it off. He said, "Here is uh, here is Jockey's Webster." To um, me, this is like, <laughs> I like to admit, I don't know, it just gives me that vibe. I, was, I remember one time I was packing for a trip, I packed for like two hours, and I was like, Fuck I don't know why I was packing for two hours, <laughs> but <laughs> I take a long time to pack. Um, but I played this song on repeat for the entire two hours. Don't know why, mm-hmm. just stuck, and I was repeating it. I love it. To me, I've it's done like that with tracks like, before. You just obsess over them for like two hours. Um, That's how but, it was with uh, Never Been by Logic for like a day. Mm. Had that bitch yeah. on repeat, just like it's good that. for my soul right now. And this beat is cold, like it's this it's is nice. Like it's a great the morning ending. after. This is like sober. This is after the party. You wake up, you're, you're still kind of drunk. You wake you're up hungry. after you did what that album was. Yeah, exactly. After the party, you hit your jewel. You're hungry. You guys are asleep still. Your friends are asleep. Okay. I I definitely feel the vibe now. That's that's the vibe. I mean, like it's literally like the for me. It used to be uh, going to go get my DJ equipment the next day because <laughs> yeah, I left yeah. it at the party because yeah. I'm not at my home and like yeah. it's like a oh where oh this feels like the song to put on in the car yeah. on the way to go do that. Yeah. Um, now now that we've reached the end of the album, oh, I feel like what we should do for them right now is. I am going to throw up all of the titles. I'm going to throw up all the titles off of this album. I'm going to put them somewhere on this screen. One of these points will be to them. We are going to say which tracks should have stayed and which tracks should have gone. So we are going to remove every song from the screen that should not be on this album. Um, Let's start from the top. Stargazing, leave leave it or drop it. No, I just said leave it or drop it. Hold on. We need a name for it. We need a cool name. What's a cool Del- name? Delete or repeat. Delete or repeat. Delete or repeat. Delete or repeat. Yeah. I like that. So stargazing. Delete or repeat. 
just because the the party starts in the, the second half, we have to keep it. So I'm going to say repeat it. I'm definitely with that. I definitely put that on repeat. So track one can stay. Carousel number two, what you feeling? Oh, just because I love that sample. Do you think the sample saves the entire track? I don't know, man. The more I, I, hate I the say, <laughs> the God. more the more you listen, the worse it gets. Um, like, I think dude. that one. I think that one. If we keep number one, I feel like that one can go in the delete category. Yeah, you got to just like delete out. I mean, delete it. Sicko mode needs caveats. So, <laughs> yeah. sicko mode. Take out Drake. Repeat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's my R. opinion. R.I.P. Screw, get it out of here. R.I.P. Screw, God. Delete it. Trying to be God, delete Stevie. Whoa. Harmonica Stevie. Oh, yeah, delete, delete this, yeah, just, just the harmonica. harmonica. So that one's going to have an asterisk next to it, too. Yeah. No bystanders, keep it. Repeat it. Keep repeat it. it all day. Skeletons, repeat. I'm okay with that. Wake up, I'm a, yes, repeat. I'm with that keep all it. day. Repeat it. 5% tent, I want deleted. Yeah, get it out of here. I want deleted. NC-17, throw it away. Astro Thunder, keep it? You want to keep it? I'm going to keep it. Man, we're we're moving through this at a quicker rate (laughs) than I thought we would. Yosemite, get rid of it. Die in a fire. (laughs) Can't say, keep it. I'm cool with that. Repeat. Who, what? Wait, can go in the trash if we're keeping if we keep butterfly yeah, get effect. It out, get it out, get it if out. we keep butterfly effect, that one can go. Um, yeah. Houston fornication. Get out of. Gone. Coffee out. bean. Repeat. I think we just yeah. made this a like a six. <laughs> we just made this like an eight track album. Yeah, made it an EP. How many, D- one. It's funny. Two. Like, if you were to take three, four. Stop trying to be God. Skeletons, six, Astro Thunder, and Coffee seven. Bean. That's such it's a weird album. album. Well, I mean, so we just we just cut out seven tracks. Yeah. And I, I think it would be better. Like, those other seven, just do them live. Yeah. I, but, like, I'm saying, like. Except for 5% tent. Take that out forever. That is, I still, that is, like, I, it's a disres, it's a disrespectful to Selma. Cell therapy by Goody Mom. Yeah. To <laughs> but me, it's not disrespectful to, to that salute, though. It's not disrespectful yeah. to the salute to Houston. If you, to me though, like what I imagined Astro World was gonna be was this like, okay, I think Travis is like exploring sound. This is before I heard anything about this album, but I was like, okay, I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna take his sound, which could be repetitive to some, it could be sort of whatever, sort of got old quick, but he's gonna be able to go like, okay, I'm gonna mix like weird indie music with Houston music, and it's gonna be. Something I thought it would be more of. experimental. Yeah, so it's not. Let's say if he were to come out with an EP that was Stop Trying to Be God, Skeletons, Astro Thunder, and Coffee Bean, that's what I thought this album was going to be. But that would have been a crazy EP. Like, if he would have dropped that as a precursor. But the thing is, if he would have dropped that as a precursor, like, even if it would have been like Lucy's of just the songs you named, I think Mm -hmm. I might have been more interested in this. Yeah. But also, then I would have thought every other song was filler. Like I think I would have I wouldn't I would hate this more because I would have been like filler. that's filler around there. But like, mm-hmm. am, am I wrong? <laughs> no, every song is filler. Because like I don't know, I don't man. Know. Like I feel like the cut down that we made makes this much more palatable. It it yeah. gives you a diverse, it gives you a more diverse look at this than the actual album gives you. Like the album has no diversity because it gets repetitive. 
Like if we would have just heard, like yeah, if if we would have just heard, like if if you if you made the decisions on the wire between like stargazing and carousel, and you pick one of them, it's better than having both, in my opinion, on this album. Or if you uh, if you take two tracks that are similar, like um, I'll even say like the flow similarity between uh, butterfly effect. Who, what, and even a little bit of it in Yosemite, like, pick one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this would have been way better had some cuts been made at the end. I've never actually wanted a Kanye seven track cut and a time <laughs> cut, but this would have been better yeah. if it got the good music treatment of, like, what was that, 2018? Yeah. Where Kanye was just like, everybody only gets seven, seven. songs. Yeah. This would have been, this would have benefited more. Yeah, it really would have. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just, I just, I don't know. I don't even know if there's, there's. I've never heard anything about his next one. I don't know what's gonna happen. He's um, still making money off of this one because of. He can, yeah, he, yeah. He, I mean, this was just on, um, <laughs> on, uh, uh, Fortnite. This is like, a yeah, he did an entire album. concert on this on on yeah. a video game. But I don't know, man. Um, I think that, and I'm going to throw the tracks back up that we're repeating. I think those tracks are decent. I think yeah. those tracks are Travis Scott. Those tracks are what I would come to an album for from him to listen to. And yeah. then the rest of it was just far too the same or far too not him. Uh, for you, I know it was too much nav. Are you having fun with the the random hats? I think it's about time to get out of here, man. If you are, uh, you got anything to any before we wrap up? You got anything to say? Uh, I just want to say Nav again. You're the worst. Um, oh, jeez, man. You're gonna have like you're gonna have Nav like in the comments of fuck the show. Boy. Yeah, I'm gonna have Nav fuckboys coming hit me up. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. I don't care. Oh yeah, um, let's see what happens, man. You know, we might drop this hey. on YouTube and it gets to no views, or we drop it on YouTube and everybody starts adding <laughs> you for hating Nav so much. One of you the two what? will happen. He, he might, he might blow me. He blow. Me. <laughs> he might blow. <laughs> he, might yep. blow my, he might blow my mind. <laughs> come out with some crazy shit in ten years. Who knows? Or he's gonna be a nobody. Um. So. Oh jeez. I mean, hey, yeah, dude. On that note. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us. We are out of here, and if you're listening on an audio episode, the outro track is coming up now. And for today's outro track, we are going to have Space by Lux. He is a friend of the podcast as well as a homie of mine. Go check out this new track. He makes amazing beats, so go check him out. But here is his new track, Space, that you can listen to on YouTube on the Miseducation. Mm-hmm.